genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you. Hello, hello. Welcome to 15 Minutes of Genius. This is episode 128. I'm going to move to the center here. Here we go. I'm magically floating from left to right. So uh, this is a really great show, uh, just about bringing on awesome entrepreneurs, legends in the space, and also outside of the space. So we're going CPG, food and beverage. Also outside of that, we go all over the place now. We got some great guests uh, that are coming up, you know, in February and March and April that are inspirational speakers, um, authors. So it's really awesome that we're really expanding the format of the show. Wanted to give a big plug to Mark Nicholas, Mark N at ManhattanBeachStudios.net. There he is. He's the man. He's the guy. I came into the studio pretty tired today. It's just been a really long week, and he uplifted me. That and an an energy drink. I'm just kidding. All right, so let's get to it. Uh, This is pretty awesome because uh, this is a premier juice bar that is literally all over the country. Um, They are like... They're a household name, and it's always awesome to bring entrepreneurs on that, is, that have created great brands like this. So Alexis Schultz, she is the co-founder of Nectar Juice Bar, which if you're living anywhere metro, anywhere in the city, across the country, you'll see it. And she's also the co-founder of Sojourn Foundation. A little bit about Nectar Juice Bar. I'm doing all this on the fly. On I'm addicted to LinkedIn here. So Nectar. As the pioneer of the modern juice bar experience and the champion of menu transparency and ingredient integrity, Nectar Juice Bar was founded in 2010 to nourish America's increasing appetite for plant-based, healthy food options that support various lifestyles and diet preferences. With a steady eye and innovation, Nectar offers a delicious menu of freshly made, clean and nutrient-rich juices, superfood smoothies, acai bowls with Pattaya Plus, and a variety of healthy snacks. All right, Alexis, how are you? I am great. Thank you so much for having me. I had a little venue change really fast. <laughs> it was smooth. Yeah, literally, like we were talking, uh, it's very casual on the show. So we were talking pre-taping. You were, in a, you were in one spot. During the intro, you moved to a totally different spot. So impressive. Juice just makes you flow, you know? <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So uh, superpowers. Let- Totally. And I'm, I'm a big believer in, we were talking also before about, you know, uh, let's, uh, we won't mention them by name, but let's just call them Jamba Juice. And uh, I used to go there for many years back in high school, and I realized there's a lot of sugar in this, and this is really not as healthy as they market it to be. And so Challenger Juice Bars started coming in, such as Nectar, to take that market of people that just demanded better quality so anyway this is not i i shouldn't be talking so much so let's let's get into the story um how did you create this brand when did you come to that epiphany to launch a juice bar chain tell us more you know um i was i was kind of flipping around a little bit um we got teacher training for my own personal benefit and we would go get a juice afterwards at you know kind of like a hole in the wall little market and um it was awful but i knew it was good for me so i kept trying to drink it and then eventually um i was working with a guy i was like can we just add a little extra apple and maybe like make it colder i I forget i think i even brought one home put it in the fridge and drank it later and was like wow this is actually better cold and 
So as I got addicted to how great I felt with juicing, it was just kind of one of those aha moment, you know, and I said to my husband at the time was like, this should be more mainstream, more people should know about this. Because I wasn't, I grew up eating a lot of vegetables. You know, you go through those college years and vegetables aren't your favorite thing. You know, you're not eating as healthy as you could. You're busy, you're on the go. Um, and just being able to get a juice, my energy, my hair, my skin. I mean, it was just like, I was kind of obsessed and kind of like that annoying person trying to make everyone drink juices. So I told my husband, like, we could do this. Let's bring this mainstream. There's there's something here. And, um, and he was on board and he was into acai bowls at the time and kind of had me you know, work some recipes. So we played around a lot with just like how to make it healthy, how to like stay with, I was really into and started researching a lot about whole foods, raw foods, and just the benefits of all the fresh enzymes. And so the idea was just to kind of keep it with a lot of integrity, but still make it taste good because we all know if it tastes like swamp water, you know, as great as it is for you, you're not going to drink it. So Mm -hmm. that's really the impetus for, you know, where it all came from. And it was, yeah, we had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> and that's usually when you start a business, you kind of learn on, you know, you learn on the fly. I call it like you learn what, you know, you're building the plane as you're flying it, right? So where were, where were some of the yeah. early, yeah, and we've all been there, you know, as an entrepreneur and a lot of entrepreneurs watch the show on LinkedIn. And uh, so what were the early challenges to building Nectar, like what did you face in the first few years? Was it money? Was it scalability? Getting new, you know, getting new locations? What were some big challenges? Can I that check you all of the above? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, the very first, first one we funded ourselves, we took like kind of a pre existing thing. Um, and then, you know, as you start seeking a little bit of support, you don't really need to bring in a ton of money, but, you know, juice bars have no, there's no collateral. So the banks were kind of like, well, you know, what, what do you have to offer us? So, you know, we put our house up um, and ultimately we brought on uh, a little bit of money. And so that was partnerships um, and kind of our part- partnerships, a few stores through the partnership program. And then we brought in, um, you know, some some private investors. Um, our biggest challenge, though, I have to say is, is and, I, and I think it's probably everyone's in this space, is that people bringing in the right people at the right time. Um, we brought in some people who we thought, oh, they know more than us and totally killed our culture. Um, we had amazing people in the beginning that had a ton of passion and we got really far with their drive. I mean, I think the coolest thing was watching kids come in and and kind of feel the same thing. I felt like, wow, I feel really good. You know, um, teenagers were like, my skin cleared up because I was drinking my free juice every, you know, my shift juice every day. And I felt, I feel amazing, you know? And um, I think a lot of it, we, we moved a lot further with the passion we had, but but everyone will tell you like bringing in employees, having people show up for shows. I mean, there's, especially right now, I think it's even harder, um, yep, yep. but that's, those are, those are the challenges, you know, figuring out, you know, there would, there'd be days where I would, we'd order, uh, you know, coconut water, and they wouldn't have it on the shipment. So I was running around trying to, you know, find coconut water and I'm, I'm laughing going, wait, I can buy it cheaper at the grocery store than my delivery guys, you know? And right. there's so many of those things in the beginning. And then as we've grown, you know, we have more buying power, we have more, you know, I used to have to go buy all the snacks and try them and try to figure out what snacks I wanted to put on the shelves. And now people ship us snacks left and right. And, um, 
you know, as you grow, all that changes, but then other things change, you know, then you have bigger problems or different problems. Um, I think there's always just, we'll call them learnings, <laughs> no matter where you are in your phase of business. Um, but but that's that's kind of the, the challenge, you know, there's the challenge and then there's so much reward, I think, you know, on so many levels. Yeah, yeah, and then, you know, and uh, your business, right, it's been, it's been uh, in the market for, for 12 years, right? And I remember um, in the South Bay, right, of Los Angeles, uh, locations opening there, locations opening on the west side. So where where is the business now? Um, tell us just bit like high level, how many locations, which cities, um, which cities have been the most successful for Nectar? Love to learn more about your, your kind of your, your footprint in the U.S. Yeah. Um, gosh, you know, we've, we've started franchising, um, early on and then took a little step back, went back into franchising. We are now across the United States. Um, I don't even know. I'm trying to think of how many actual states we're in. It's changing. Um, so quick. I need, I need all my data in front of me. Um, (laughs) but I want to say like, yeah, I mean, we're probably in 30 to 40 states now. Um, that was kind of one of the things we tried to expand a little bit ourselves and then realize that people who live where they, you know, to create that community juice bar experience, people who live where they are do it better than we do. Um, so that was kind of a lot of the, the part of why we chose to, to franchise, just let, let people, what I did in the original one by walking around and, um, talking, you know, talking to the neighbors and being a part of the communities Mm -hmm, where we mm -hmm. are, um, but Southern California is our largest market. Um, but you know, Southern California, there's lots of competition now. Everybody kind of saw, saw what we did and, um, yep. has yep. come up with, you know, there's bull bars and all kinds of other stuff that's popped up since. Um, so, and then kind of the follow suit, like Arizona, we have quite a, quite a bit in Texas and Florida. Those are our largest markets. Um, and, and ironically, we do really well, you know, um, Inland Empire, California, mm-hmm. and then some of these juice bars um, in the middle of nowhere where you're like, wow, this is amazing. They're so involved in the community. They kill it because they're the only one. Um, you know, now, 11 years later, some of these places didn't have real any juice bars at all before. Yep. Um, yep. And so, it's, a, and and it's, it's affordable. cool because a lot of our... Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say that one of the great qualities about nectar is that it's affordable as well you know like because there's like you said there's a hole in wall hole in the wall ones that you find like an echo park that are like ten dollars or twelve dollars for a superfood smoothie and you were able to get the cost down enough based on scale and yeah. make something healthy also really really accessible accessible um so that's what's yeah. really great so i can imagine a nectar might not be in the greatest area, right? It can you can open one in an area that's not upper middle, could be middle lower, and people will still go there and they can get a smoothie for five or six dollars. So it's affordable. Yeah. yeah, and I think that I I think that was the biggest piece. It's like, you know, making it affordable, but also making, you know, the menu I wanted it small, but also enough variety where you know, I could get my greenie, which is like a very green juice, but then there's also like kid-friendly ones and ones where people would come in in the beginning and be like, I've never done this before, you know, and we can kind of ease people into the idea of eating healthier, or getting, you know, juices or, or smoothies in them that are real food at least, you know, and it's like, what a what an, an amazing ability to um, 
you know, affect people in a way like that, where they are, they're choosing to eat real food as opposed to the alternatives, you know? Exactly. I think the best ideas are the ones where convenience and affordability and healthy, like they all kind of come crashing together. And that's like a magical yeah. formula, which is really hard to get to and it takes years and years um so remind so how many how many locations are there now um just for our viewers to know we're, i think we're just under 180 something somewhere around there just around 180 something we'll say nice and like you said concentrated <laughs> I need to do my in... homework before this <laughs> well you know uh all good all good you know we're not we're not holding you to exact numbers like if it's 181 or 179 you're not going to get like you know angry messages on linkedin or whatever so we're all we're all laid back never here know. we're all laid back you never know <laughs> never know who's watching a lot of troll a lot of trolls out there um so let's go into where you are now right you've been running this for 12 years you're a co-founder you have a team you have private investors that came in you franchised it right um so yeah. what is what is next are you going to keep running it do you eventually um want to sell your share to someone else like what's your what are your thoughts long term with uh, nectar you know i think we're kind of looking at are we the best people to take this to the next level you know i mean from day one i said let's be the starbucks of juice so is it it's kind of like we're having conversations about are we the people that can do that um is there partnerships we can have that maybe would help us do that i mean i think I think there's always a love for nectar. It's my baby. I birthed it, you know? Um, so I think I'll always want to be involved in some aspect. Um, but yeah, but I think, yeah, we're just like, you know, I, I've got my baby through high school. So now what's next kind of phase. So I, I don't know, <laughs> but I would still like us to be that Starbucks where, you know, you can always grab a juice on any, any corner in any city, you know, I mean, it'd be pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's possible. I mean, with the fact with distribution now and and there's a there's also a demand for this. That's that's what yeah. I think is important is like you can put this in, I would think, in certain areas, Michigan, Wisconsin, Midwest doesn't have to be in these high profile states. And people are wanting delicious and healthy smoothies, people like me and juices. So the trend is here. And what's cool yeah. is like you came on the scene right before cold press juice really became huge. So it was really, yeah. it was really good timing. What, what are the, what are the top, like, again, I, not to test you on data, but I'm curious, like the best stores in the country, are they, is it SoCal at this point? You, um, gosh, um, our best, I think are, are usually, we have an incredible, uh, franchise partner out in, um, like Riverside Inland Empire. Mm -hmm. They do such a phenomenal job, Texas. I mean, like, yeah, I, I mean, I think all our main areas are, yeah, Texas has an incredible partner, um, and Florida, I think they're, they're doing really well too. Um. But yeah, Arizona, Arizona does well too. <laughs> Those Depends, are, I yeah. mean, it's yeah, it, it, it fluctuates. I'll be like, oh, they're our top store this this month, or what? You know, it's it's, it's interesting. But so wet, um, wet weather has a big proponent, big proponent of that. You know, we see our smoothie business with Genius Juice, where crushing it in like the summertime. Spring is great in New York. Summer is hard in New York because it's so hot, and yeah. people just leave the city to go to the Hamptons. So. Yeah. Every area has their own kind of uh, 
uh, intricacies. Idiosyncrasies, right? Yeah, idiosyncrasies. Yeah. That was a word. Not intricacies. Idiosyncrasies. <laughs> the other incracy or whatever. Okay, anyway, it's, it's becoming on my side 15 minutes of not genius. All right, so um, so let's let's get into at least um, about you and about some other things you're doing, and then we can go into our next segment. But uh, your foundation, I really wanted to touch on that because I think it's really powerful. Stories bind us, and like when people know about your background and what you love to do outside of Nectar. So um, tell us about the Sojourn Foundation, and also maybe how our viewers can get involved. Um, so Sojourn was kind of one of these, um, you know, I was doing a little soul searching, um, met a friend, uh, through, you know, spin studio. And, you know, I, I always say it's like these little, the things we do and the moments, the, the random moments that we say yes to things are always so important. Um, but I met, um, this girl just randomly, you know, start talking about her workout, favorite workout pants or whatever it was. And, um, just little by little got to know her and she was going to a trip to Africa and I was, I had donated and said, Oh my gosh, this is so on my heart. Please let me know next time you guys go. And this was January. And she texted me back and said, you know what? I just think you need to be on this trip. But so it was just a, you know, rare. And I was like, okay, if I can, if I can get a flight in the next month or, you know, get a flight now for the next month, I will do it. So he said yes, went, and um, you know, we're at the base of Mount Kilimanjaro in this village in Africa. And, you know, everyone always, it's this, this cliche, cliche of, you know, it's life changing these moments. And, but it really was. It was just, I came back, made a lot of changes in my personal life. And so, sort of like the impetus for Nectar, it was just like more people should have access to these types of moments, you know? So, um, I just kind of was like, let's start Sojourn and, and do this. So we found, uh, we partnered with a school and an orphanage in each location. So we've maintained the contacts in Tanzania. Um, we are also in La Fortuna, uh, Costa Rica, and um, Belize, um, Belmapan, Belize. And so those um, relationships, you know, people are... Um, fundraising prior they come on a trip they get to actually see what we've done and interact with the kids and it is it's it's profound i mean the, these kids are grateful and loving um and they've had just especially in the orphanages just these horrendous beginnings some of the stories yeah. will make you cry but um but to be able to have a small impact and be able to be there and and you know just in the smallest ways we change their lives but really more than ever, we come back changed, you know, and everyone that's been on our trips, we've only done a couple um, just starting out, but it's just, it's, it's a cool opportunity to really, um, to see what you do. Everyone can write a check, but to really like go and be, you know, and you know, it's, it's, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I go on and on about it. Yeah, totally. I mean, yeah, you're incredibly passionate about it. I can tell. And, uh, yeah, it's powerful. And, you know, one thing that it's crazy, right, as we're here, right, you know, um, you're in Newport. I'm in Manhattan Beach, right? Um, I don't I don't live in Manhattan Beach, but we have really privileged lifestyles. I mean, we work hard, right? But, like, we're really lucky. We have, it's cliche, we have running water. We have a roof over our head. We have law enforcement so that, you know, it's the streets are reasonably safe. And uh, whenever we need food, we can eat it. Whenever we need to drink water, we can drink it. 
And so many parts, I mean, uh, I remember learning in a college course that there's maybe about a, a billion people, give or take, uh, I'm, you know, it may not be accurate anymore, but under a billion or just over a billion that have these things. But then there's like four and a half or five billion people that do not have these things, these basic needs and necessities in life. That is, you know, it's insane. It's, it's hard to even fathom yeah. how many human beings do not have basic things in our life for survival. Um, and so giving back is like, I believe in that too, right? If like, you know, hopefully one day I become, I become rich, right? And I have enough money and it's not just to put it in the bank account or invest and to and turn it into from 20 million to 23 million. It's to share that wealth and to help the people that are less fortunate like that. Like, why would I need all that money? Right? Uh, maybe a million I keep for myself, but you want, you want to help yeah. people out. That's what this world is all about, is about helping others and, yeah. and sharing that love. So I'm glad that yeah. you're on that same pathway as, you know, Absolutely. you're, you're I, giving back. I think, you know, I, I think anyone, you know, can collect money, but to be, you, I think we've all seen, you know, it's like, it, it can be to the point where it's never enough. Um, yep. mm -hmm. And I think that experiences, um, I mean, I love to travel and hike and, you know, experience the world. And part of that is, you know, can I give back while doing that? You know, I am, I am so fortunate to be able to do all that. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's important, I think for your soul. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're all in this together, you know, it's no one is an Island, right? Um, unless you're Tom Hanks in Castaway, <laughs> we're in this together. We're near other human beings. There's so many people out there that can't even afford to eat to even live, you know, they, they're, they're going to suffer from hunger. So it's really just ending suffering, you know, for the human race. That's what giving back is all about. Like they can have a life where they can enjoy life, right? Because life, you know, not to get too philosophical, but life should be enjoyed. Like, you know, we have all, we have, a there's a beautiful earth. We got nature. Um, we got each other. There's love, you know, there's marriages, there's children. There's a lot of beautiful things in life. And when people cannot experience that, um, that really bothers me. It really does. Yeah. But, so yeah, it's hard. Yeah. All right. Well, so um, much to do, right? <laughs> so much to do. And, you know, but if enough people band together with enough money and want to make change, it is possible. Um, but then there's higher Absolutely. powers. Like there's a lot of political stuff going on that prevent <laughs> making true change. That's in the favor of not profit but in the favor of people and our society. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you seen, have you seen the movie? Don't look up with Leonardo DiCaprio. I, you know what? I, I, I have been meaning to, I, I started to, I watched the thing and I was like, okay, this is definitely one I need to watch. I've heard, I've heard it's definitely pertains to a lot of what's going on right now. Just the division and all that. Um, yeah. It's on my list. <laughs> yeah. It's a great movie for anyone out there. It's on Netflix. Don't look up. I watched it over the, the holiday, didn't know what it was about going into it. Um, but it's just about, you know, divisiveness, but also human beings wanting to profit off of things versus looking out for what's most important, right? Which is our health and well-being. So it's a great, it really sums up what's happening kind of in society. Eye. Yeah, it's, it's very, and it's, and it's entertaining. Like Leonardo DiCaprio plays not the the cool sexy hero guy he's like this guy that's a total nerd that's awkward 
you know, he has glasses and it's really, really funny. Um, it's a great movie. I heard he's um, promoting dad bod still. <laughs> what is it? In the movie. Oh, what is that? Dad, dad bog? Dad bod. Yeah, like the, the dad bod. Oh, dad bod. bod. You know? oh, okay. <laughs> I've he had definitely... a couple of my guy friends who are like, this is great. I feel very... Um, on relatable right now because leonardo looks like me <laughs> exactly it's it's like you you almost think it's not him you know um he has yeah. the gut you know he has kind of the scruffy face and uh he totally plays that to perfection we should right. send him some juice right <laughs> seriously i've actually gotten leonardo dicaprio to have genius juice before one of my friends works on set uh with a with a company called healing hollywood so they bring better food for the actors. And instead of just craft foods, which is usually not great, um, yeah. they're bringing organic product for movie stars on set to have. And she has a picture of Leo. It's, it's a, I can't, you know, it's not like it shows him drinking it, but it shows him looking at it and reaching for it. And I'm just like, That's damn awesome. it, we should have got him drinking it. All right, so yeah. next segment here, this is called, Mark, cue it, rapid fire questions. Rapid fire questions. All right. So just going to ask you a bunch of questions. Uh, there's, I think, about 12 or 15 of them. And just first thing that comes to your mind, you answer. That's it. Okay. All right. Did you know this was coming or no? No. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Questions aren't that bad. All right. Or are they? Okay. So question number one. For music, which decade is the best? The 70s? 80s or 90s 80s all the way what do you do for exercise i think i already heard but yoga and uh high intensity training and hiking movie you can watch an unlimited amount of times the notebook <laughs> ryan gosling <laughs> chocolate I just love it yeah it's, it's uh uh i can say my my wife like references it like every other week you know when it's raining she's like oh we can do like like in the notebook we can kiss in the rain i'm like <sighs> okay it's fine. a girl thing i know i know i have others that aren't as that are probably cooler but th but i'm being honest here so it's a classic yeah it's a classic so chocolate or vanilla chocolate favorite country to travel to Ooh. That's probably that's the hardest one. I don't. I, I hate picking. Um, probably Italy. That's what I was gonna guess. No, no, I take that back. Mexico, Mexico. Mexico. It's Mexico. It's right. Right. It's right there. It's close. Uh, so favorite Star Wars character. Oh, of course, Princess Leia. <laughs> that's the first time anyone anyone has said Princess Leia on the show. Really? We've done this like fifty times or sixty times. Usually, it's like. Yoda or Luke Skywalker. Um, one person said Chewbacca last week. I'm like, okay. That's so, funny. Well, Princess. I like the strong female character, right? It's like, gotta go with that. She's strong. She was strong. Yeah. All right. What is your spirit animal? Ooh, a lot. Oh, well, a bird. I think like a, um, <laughs> an owl. <laughs> nice. Because you're up at night working, right? We all are entrepreneurs. All right. <laughs> well, it's the wise. And I don't know. I always, I love watching the birds, honestly. The ones just like kind of hovering up above. And I'm like, ah, oh, just 
peaceful. Maybe yeah. that's the introvert in me wants to just get away. <laughs> yeah, I hear you loud and clear. Do you like to drive an SUV, a coupe, or a truck? SUV. For food, salty or sweet? Salty, all the way. Favorite day of the week and why? Hmm. <laughs> I mean, Saturday, I guess. Yep. Why? Um, you sound very excited about that. You're like, Saturday, I guess. Well, I'm like, I don't know. I mean, you know, <laughs> there's different reasons for different days. Um, I mean, Saturday, it's just, it's the day everybody's off, um, you know, and you still have another day of the weekend. <laughs> yep, exactly. I'm right there with you. All Either the days, honestly, as an entrepreneur, all the days become, they merge. They so merge. I, yeah. yeah. The, the one, you get like two Saturdays off per year, right? Um, you get like whatever's right around Christmas and whatever is around Thanksgiving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's the, that's the hustle it takes to, to grow a, a product and a brand like yours. So Uber or Lyft? I mean, whichever one can get there quicker. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great answer. LeBron, you're, you're, uh, you're a ride share agnostic, as they say. Yeah. All right. Yeah. LeBron James, Michael Jordan, or Kobe Bryant? Oh, well, I mean, I got to say Kobe. Yeah. Kobe, you know, all of his inspiring words. And, you know, obviously that's pretty, um, his death was pretty traumatic for a lot of us. But I think, yeah. Mm. And then uh, for a uh, movie, this is one movie. Which one's better, Terminator 1 or Terminator 2? You, you look like someone that loves action movies and Terminator. You know, I can tell. Yeah. I've watched those so many times. I mean, number one, just because it's, I always think the first one is always so much more poignant, right? It, it leaves it leaves its mark more so than the others, but. Exactly. I, I love in the beginning when he's in Griffith Park, you know, he's like walking naked. <laughs> he's like, a nice day. What do you? A nice night for a walk. And then he like kills the guy. Yeah. <laughs> With Every... his solid butt cheeks. Um, can I say that? <laughs> <laughs> you can actually. I mean, this is like there. There is no boundaries on this podcast. You can actually see his front, like like when he's walking in the very beginning. <gasps> it's kind of. I'll in have to rewatch it. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Now that we can zoom things. <laughs> Exactly. That's we have Blu-ray, like ultra high quality, you know. Anyway, um, I, I, I'm glad I didn't bring up this subject to Patrick Schwarzenegger when I had him on the show. Uh, <laughs> would, it, would have been a little awkward. All right. And actually, little, he said, yeah. he said, you know what movie he said? Which one he liked better? Which one? Terminator 2. He's like, Terminator 2. Really? Yep. Because hmm. I think with Terminator 2, he was alive as well. Yeah. He was alive for that one, I believe. Yeah, because he's, yeah, he's 30 now. They had more... So like, yeah. he remembers his dad going to film and all that. Yeah. Oh, that's cool then. Yeah, that's more so. meaningful for him. Yeah. All right, last question. Uh, favorite food or okay. drink if you're stuck on a deserted island? You cannot say genius juice and you cannot say anything on the nectar menu. Favorite food or drink if I'm stuck on a deserted island? Hmm. I mean, obviously, there's coconuts plentiful, right? I mean, <laughs> speaking my language, I would probably be drinking a lot of coconuts. Love it. All right. Well, that is rapid fire questions. Great way to answer. Great way to end it with coconuts. Thank you, <laughs> Alexis Schultz, co-founder of Nectar Juice Bar. 
and uh, amazing, amazing story, amazing what you've done, and uh, so much respect for the company you've built. So, uh, yeah, thank you for being on, and uh, appreciate you taking the time, uh, you know, in the evening. And good luck, take good care, and have a wonderful night. Thank you. All right. Thanks so much for having me. You got it. Yeah, thanks for being on. So that is episode 128 of 15 Minutes of Genius. Go to the Nectar Juice Bar. It's an awesome juice bar. They're like one of the originals. Make sure to get a smoothie, get an acai bowl, get a dragon fruit bowl, Pattaya Plus plug right there. Chuck Asano, he was on. He actually was on our show. I forgot to mention that. And they have his product on their menu, the Pattaya Plus. Pretty cool, right? Everything comes full circle here on 15 Minutes of Genius. Big plug to Mark Nicholas, Mark Anna, Manhattan Beach Studios.net. He's in a van, if you didn't notice. Hey, Mark, can you go back? your video he's in a van right now he's in a van you can see the doors in the back he's operating everything for this show he's operating the entire studio from a van all the controls audio video lighting he doesn't even have to he could be at home he, he can run a wire that's five miles to his home <laughs> and he doesn't even have to come to the studio anymore so it's pretty cool what he's up to so if you ever want to do a podcast if you want to do taping he does social media videos um, creatives. He's really getting into a lot of cool stuff. Make sure to reach out to him, markandmanatbeatstudios.net. So that about does it for 15 Minutes of Genius. And one last thing, stay genius, my friends. Genius for life. Coconut smoothies coming at you.